Welcome back to the Juice Time Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Adamani. And alongside me tonight, folks, after an astronomical victory down at the Kohl Center for your Wisconsin Badgers, is the man himself, based in the 608, our resident Wisconsin Badgers insider, Nicholas Osen of 24-7 Sports. Nick, how are you doing tonight, my brother? Definitely. You know, I'm doing pretty well. Busy day. Uh, really a busy week as a whole. You know, my birthday, uh, work-wise, the Badgers. But we've got a massive weekend. One of my favorites of the sports calendar to get into this week. Nick, it certainly is a top five weekend in the world of sports. And before we get to the beautiful game of football, I have to recognize Max Klesmit, the 26-point man, down at the Kohl Center tonight. I mean, good Lord, is he a spark, a scoring machine for these Wisconsin Badgers, the 11th-ranked team in the nation, and just one conference loss, bouncing back tonight in front of a home crowd. It was electric. And I can only imagine what the feeling was like inside that arena. And I wish I was there in the flesh because it was an absolute blast watching from the couch. So, folks, get yourselves to a Badger game before the season runs out. They will be playing for at least the next two months. So, enjoy it while it's still here. And, of course, strap in for a wild one as we have. The NFL playoffs continuing to roll with some major matchups in the divisional round. And as always, juice up. All right, Nick. We are back in the National Football League for the divisional round after a truly stunning and tumultuous wildcard weekend. Absolutely nothing went the way that I had planned for and had been hoping for, especially in the NFC with the Green Bay Packers putting on a scoring barrage and a trouncing of the Dallas Cowboys down at Jerry's World. They led from the opening kick all the way down to the final seconds in the fourth quarter. It was... A complete game by the underdogs. They were a touchdown underdog on the road with Jordan Love playing in his first postseason matchup. And the Packers truly got hot at the right time in terms of winning some huge games down the stretch of the regular season and then continuing that play into the postseason. Love looks like a world beater right now. Aaron Jones, he has been banged up all season long. But when it comes to playing against the Dallas Cowboys, he shines the brightest. He had three touchdowns and over 100 yards. And we had to witness that beat down together. It truly made me sick to my stomach because I thought to myself, can the rich only get richer? 
our entire lives as Chicago Bears fans going up against the Green Bay Packers has been Packers, a perennial playoff team. Brett Favre at the helm at quarterback. Then Aaron Rodgers, two Hall of Famers. And then in the first year of Jordan Love, they defy all odds, make the playoffs, and put on a stunning performance against a team that was seemingly far superior. And now they are one game away from the NFC Championship. So I am in dire need of the San Francisco 49ers, as I know you are. So, Nick, I want to hear your thoughts on these Green Bay Packers because they are the hottest team in football right now. Yeah, I, I think on some level you've got to tip your cap because that was an absolute domination last week, you know, from those Packers. I like Aaron Jones, so I, I'm not going to say too much about that. I mean, that from him didn't surprise me. Jordan Love's been a heck of a story. But honestly, I think a lot of credit goes to Coach LaFleur. I, I just think because even though the defense has been off and on, the offense hasn't always been great. But the way he schemed that game and just gets these young weapons, you know, the rock when they need it, gadget plays, reverses, short passes, it looked really good. But now they're going against the team that I think most would say is the best roster in the NFL. Their defense of the 49ers hasn't been as dominant at times as many of us expected, but we know that they've got the capability and the personnel so honestly, while I think that the Packers will make this thing close for a while, I can't really see the 49ers losing this unless they just get the turnover bug again. But I don't see that because generally this Packers defense doesn't operate that way, even though they did against Dak Prescott. Nick, I cannot live in a world where the Green Bay Packers reached the NFC Championship game with the youngest team in the NFL, the youngest team to ever reach the playoffs. And obviously they're our division rival, but we take it back all the way to August where I was as wrong as a football fan can get in terms of this division. I thought, okay, it's going to be between the Bears and possibly the Minnesota Vikings. Of course, mm -hmm. Kirk Cousins got hurt, so I think if Cousins was healthy, they still would have been a playoff contender. But we know how the Bears started, and 0-4 right out of the gates, mm -hmm. and they were playing catch-up all season long. And the Packers got off to a slow start, and they started winning in late November, early December when it matters, and keeping their foot on the gas. So I don't want to say this, and Packer fans at home will be over the moon to hear these words come out of my mouth, but this Packers team is looking eerily similar to that of 2010, a Super Bowl-winning team that was a wild card as the Bears had won the NFC North that year. The Lions are kind of in that role where the Bears were so many moons ago. And the Packers are playing as if they won the division. They were the good team all season long. And 
our man, Brock Purdy, has to be the one to put an end to this madness. Yeah, it's de- it's definitely one of your guys. And, you know, I think it's an incredible story. I just feel like with this much preparation and this much talent, like I mentioned, I was talking with somebody just tonight. If the 49ers, I mean, I'm going to say don't get to the Super Bowl if if they don't. So if they can't get past this game, that is just – it's simply a mega failure. The Packers are a solid team, talented, and a great story. But I don't think they should be making it to the this year's NFL Final Four. Nick, you know very well how much this game means to me. I was representing Brock Purdy on the job today. The only player in the NFL outside of Tom Brady that I have a jersey of that is not a Chicago Bear. That's how strongly I feel about the second-year quarterback out in San Francisco and his ability to succeed as a younger QB than Jordan Love, the last pick in the 2022 NFL draft. I mean, that is a remarkable story in itself. He has shined from week one all the way down to the final buzzer, and they earned that first round by in these playoffs. And I hope it is not too much rest for such a high powered offense with Brock Purdy at the helm, the greatest running back in the league right now, Christian McCaffrey, one of the better tight ends in all of football of the last six years, George Kittle. And you could argue the most dynamic duo at wide receiver in Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. So, We like to throw those names around, but can they produce out in Santa Clara as a nine and a half point, potentially 10 point favorite? I think that is a stretch, even for such a strong team in the 49ers, because you don't make it to the second round of the playoffs if you are not a well-oiled machine. So do I think the Niners cover that spread? Honestly, not. But... I think they come out of the gates hungry. Kyle Shanahan wants to win a Super Bowl probably more than any head coach in the NFL. He wants to have a legacy of his own and be out of his father's shadow. And that offense is too talented to lose to a Green Bay Packers defense that has only come on strong when the lights have been bright in December and January. Yes, they have some great pieces in Kenny Clark, Rashawn Gary, Jair Alexander. But Jair Alexander, outside of that Dallas game, has been having his worst season. I know injuries have been involved, but you paid him close to $80 million, and this was a truly down year for the top corner, number 23. So... It's plain and simple for me, Nick. Defensively for these 49ers, you have to tame Aaron Jones, limit him to 60, 70 yards on the ground, and don't let him get into the end zone. And offensively, we know what Christian McCaffrey can do on the ground and through the air. Can you get other guys involved and be dynamic 
in the passing game. Brock Purdy has to stay on his feet. We know he got banged up in the playoffs last year. And George Kittle has to be a weapon in the passing game. That is going to be the difference maker. Can this 49ers offense be dynamic through the air? Because we know Christian McCaffrey will be consistent on the ground for four quarters long. So to me, Nick, I am rolling with those San Francisco 49ers. You put the ball in Christian McCaffrey's hands. You find Debo Samuel in the end zone. And you keep this game out of reach. For the Green Bay Packers. I am anticipating a close victory. But you feel the control of the 49ers from start to finish. In a 31-23 to finish out in Santa Clara. You put the Green Bay Packers back in the frozen tundra. And we can have a weight off of our shoulders. Yes, they had a remarkable season, and they were far better than our Bears. But there is no longer a Super Bowl looming for the arch-rival fan base and team in the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, that'd be a pretty high-scoring game. I don't know what the over-under is. It might be around that. I don't see quite that much. I, I don't think that the Packers score 23. I think 31's a lot for San Francisco, too. I've got more of a 27-20 type game. I, I think the Packers probably do cover, but Niners are the better team. They win this thing late, head to yet another NFC championship. Nick, we're pretty much on the same page there in terms of the score and the final outcome. These teams are not strangers whatsoever. Kyle Shanahan and Matt LaFleur are good buddies. They have a long history of coaching alongside each other and they were in the NFC championship just a few short years ago in LaFleur's first couple seasons with these Packers. So yes, he wants to get the monkey off his back, but as you mentioned, the 49ers are far too talented to be one and done in the NFL playoffs. So Nick, of course there are some, Remarkable matchups this weekend, but these two on Saturday, your Lamar Jackson-led Baltimore Ravens, another large spread that I'm not too concerned about going up against the Houston Texans. I think the Ravens will make Houston look like a young team and make C.J. Stroud look like a rookie, so I don't even need to touch on that game. The marquee matchup of the weekend outside of Niners-Packers is the absolute duel that we are about to witness in Orchard Park, New York between the reigning Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs and one of the most unique talents the game has ever seen in Josh Allen leading the home team Buffalo Bills in a brawl to go to the AFC Championship. And my prediction for this game, Nick, will shock our listeners because I have praised Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey these last few years. But everyone knows where my heart lies, and that is with the superhero, Josh Allen. 
he is capable of something we have truly not witnessed at the quarterback position. He had a 52-yard sprint to the end zone last week in the NFL playoffs to make his mark. And I think it's time that he slays the dragon at home in front of Bills Mafia and takes these Buffalo Bills to the AFC Championship in what looks like a battle against the Ravens. Yeah, that is your guy. You know, I was, again, just telling a friend tonight who's pretty into NFL, Josh Allen is the type of talent, if you need to win a game, one game, you might want to take him. What worries me here for Buffalo, one, I'm emotionally invested in the Chiefs, I'll admit that. Two, the turnover bug that he has. And I think this Chiefs defense, as we know, is the best that Mahomes has had. They looked dominant for 70% of the game against a Dolphins offense. That is very good. Going on the road to Buffalo, that's going to be tough. There's no question. But I truly believe because of that defense and because I just trust Mahomes and Reed a sliver more than Allen and McDermott, I think we get another classic in one of the best rivalries in the modern-day NFL. I had not picked a score. I'm going to say Kansas City 26, Buffalo 23. I could see driving the ball a lot, low touchdowns, multiple field goals. I'm going to work my tail off as I always do this next day and a half. And I'm hoping to just enjoy this game because the last time these two faced off in the playoffs, I believe it would have been the last time, was one of the top five best sporting events I've ever seen. So I'm hoping this is similar. I would be okay with a close Buffalo Bills win, but I truly hope Mahomes, Kelsey, and Reed have one more deep run in them before some changes to the roster. I don't think Travis is going to call it a career quite yet, but sadly he's getting older, and I hope they can do it one more time. Worth noting, Buffalo Bills not fully healthy either. Nick, you've truly got me grinning ear to ear for this ball game because your description is making it feel as though we are due for a battle for the ages in the AFC. Two top five quarterbacks this season, and you can call it clear as day. Patrick Mahomes, the best football player on the planet, and Josh Allen looking like a franchise quarterback in last week's playoff victory and someone that is ready to continue taking the league by storm and becoming a face of this league outside of Patrick Mahomes. And when you talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, Nick, and this is no slight whatsoever because they are the reigning Super Bowl champs. They have one of the greatest coaches in history. They already have one of the greatest quarterbacks in history just a handful of seasons into his young career. They have not played inspired football this year up until last week against the Miami Dolphins where they were out in the elements at Arrowhead Stadium, negative temperatures. You knew 
before that game even kicked off, who was going to come out victorious. And now you're going up to Orchard Park where the Bills are extremely familiar with playing in the cold. They thrive off of it, and that fan base thrives off of it. If you look at this game on paper, it's the Kansas City Chiefs all the way. They have more talent. Their defense has been stout all season long. It's actually been the team's strong suit because the receivers have been having a lackluster performance week in and week out. Travis Kelsey's having a down year, as crazy as that sounds. But these Buffalo Bills are putting it all together. And you know what I like to say, Nick? I need new blood in that AFC Championship game and ascending toward the Super Bowl. Would I be devastated if the Chiefs made it? Absolutely not, because they are on the brink of a dynasty if they reach the AFC Championship again and make it to the Super Bowl once again. That would be dynasty territory in that Tom Brady realm, that Michael Jordan realm, and I'm all for it. But Josh Allen is the type of guy that's capable of leading his team to the ends of the earth and hoisting Lombardi at some point in his career. And I think this is the best shot he's ever had at earning a Super Bowl ring for those fans up in Buffalo. Yeah, it's tough to, you know, to disagree with that. I think you could say it's the best shot for them, for the Ravens, and for the 49ers. So it'll be really intriguing. I I think we're in for a great weekend of football. Nick, it truly doesn't get much better than these last couple weeks of the NFL season. You know how I feel as the games start to dwindle. It makes me truly sad that another remarkable year of football is coming down to the wire. And after this weekend, Nick, we simply have three football games left on the calendar. So we have to relish every moment down the stretch and recognize greatness on the field. And that's what I think we'll be able to do in this Chiefs-Bills matchup. So I'll be okay if I'm wrong, but give me the Buffalo Bills at home and earn a trip to the AFC Championship against an extremely dominant team on both ends of the football in the Baltimore Ravens. So, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Nick, you got me juiced up to the max for this last stretch of the football season. I am beyond grateful that we are going to continue this show together as we get into championship weekend next week and a couple weeks down the line already talking about the Super Bowl. So, as always, folks, juice up! Bear down forever.